Welcome to John Wayne Lie to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me. Let's all walk the promenade together, dance and sing, twirl you around, and what's the ping? John Wayne, I'm here. That's right. Back, back, back. Back at Wayne Manor once again. Nestled, nestled in, and encrusted, and encrusted. Perfectly cromulent words. All of these in the studio of evil in the West Wing of Wayne Manor, where I am eviling up constantly more often than not. So I am back. Uh, I apologize for the late release of this episode. Um, as you guys know or, or don't know, first of all, welcome to the show, everyone. If you're if you're new to the show, if I've just met you at a convention recently or you're you're just hearing about me and checking it out, thank you so much for for coming to the show. Uh, coming to the show? What's wrong with me? Thanks for listening to the show. I really very much appreciate it. Um, as as some of you know, and um, new people are, will learn, uh, the the episode that comes out after every uh, convention I go to is a recap of my uh, adventures at that convention. And this shall be no uh, different. It, it's this is going to be my recap of Scares That Care 2021. So I do apologize for this coming out late. Um, I was there. Nick Nick P and I didn't leave till Monday afternoon. And we got back here, well, it was like Tuesday morning, I believe. Uh, yeah, Tuesday morning. Then I slept, and uh, then I slept some more. And now it's Wednesday morning, and I'm giving you the podcast. Uh, I've just had to get, I, I just had to get some energy. I, I can't just come in like this and give you some half-hard, fucking sloppy, you know, sloppy half-hard blowjob type of a, of a podcast here. You know, I'm going to come in with my energy and my strength. And uh, so that's why I had to wait a day to uh, regain myself and get back into it. So <clears throat> welcome, everybody. Thank you for checking everything out and, and checking out the show. And um, this week, uh, as you know, I, I was, like I just said, I was at Scares at Care in uh, Colonial Williamsburg, Virginia, and uh, of course, leading up that uh, to that all week, I was um, just no, just working, like nose to the grindstone, working, getting some projects done. I uh, actually narrated. I finished narrating a um, a book for uh, John Baltusberger called Abhorrent Siren, and uh, it's awesome that just it just went up. I guess today, uh, Wednesday or Tuesday or. It went up like yesterday. It went up this week, but it was very cool because I I submitted it the day I left, like Wednesday, and I came back and it's already up. So like I was saying before, it seems like the more and more audiobooks I do, uh, the, the faster that they get approved. And I don't know if that has something to do with the frequency with which I'm submitting and, and the, you know, qu- subsequent quality that they've been that I kind of get bumped up to the to the list or i have no idea how it works it doesn't matter uh but there's a new one out there to check out um uh john is a fellow texan lives here um and he uh this story takes place in texas in the san antonio area and uh very very cool uh splatterpunk kind of body horror uh story that uh has to do with these you know mutating or evolving salamanders and all this you know madness that it, it passes on to people you have to check it out abhorrent siren by john baltusberger i narrated it on audible um so and, and anywhere you can get the audible audible the auto audio version of the book like on amazon and shit they have it for sale on itunes and stuff you can get it so uh yeah so check that out i was so i was working on that which was cool then i also was commissioned and char- charged with uh, uh the commission of um <clears throat> uh 
doing some stickers for uh, Ryan Harding's re-release and um, new release of uh, uh, Reincarnate, Reincursion and Reincarnage that's coming out from Death's Head Press, and I um, am doing these stickers for them. So I was like, I got all three, I got three of the four stickers totally done before I had to leave, and then I got some of it done on the car ride when Nick was driving, but um, <clears throat> today they will be finished up all of them and sent in. So I was working a lot on that. And uh, yeah, now I'm just, uh, as soon as I get those off my plate, get back into, uh, yeah, doing my own thing. Yeah. No, I've got other jobs lined up and stuff like that. So enough stuff to keep me busy, plus a lot of road work, uh, of course, of course, of course. So all that kind of good stuff. This weekend, actually, uh, is cool. If you're in the Houston area, uh, Houston area friends, I will uh, be uh, making a triumphant return to the Thorn and Moon Market, which uh, it has been now, now is at Raven Tower. I know it used to be at Avant Garden, but it's at Raven Tower now. So if you're in the Houston area on uh, <clears throat> this this Friday, I guess, from 6 to 11 or 7 to 11, come out to uh, to that uh, event. It's, it's uh, what I like to lovingly call the Goth Farmer's Market. And uh, it's amazing, and everyone there is amazing as well. So come check me out there if you're in the Houston area this Friday, uh, Thorn and Moon Market. And, um, you know, if you're not in the Houston area, why don't you just fly in, you know? You can do that to see me for a, a one three-hour, four-hour appearance, right? No. Anyway, so I'm glad to have that. I'm, I'm happy to be back at that at that market. It has been uh, consistently one of my favorite markets to work locally, so excited for that. And then uh, I'll be home for a, a, a week, and like an extra week. Uh, and then I'll be taken off to creepy con Knoxville, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, lots of good stuff on the horizon here and the, uh, the horizon milk too. We used to sell that horizon milk at Starbucks. I didn't understand it. It was like organic, but it didn't necessarily have to be kept cold. Like it got delivered warm. I don't know what the fuck that shit was. So if you're feeding that to your kids, that's on you. But, um, <clears throat> Outside of that, you know, this uh, this episode, you know, I'm not going to do a reading or anything this episode because I just want to kind of get out the uh, the stories of the road and, and uh, you know, not waste too much more time getting this one out there. But, uh, yeah, that was my, my week leading up to it and, and um, just really full of a lot of work, which is great. And I'm very excited to continue on with that kind of stuff and have some new projects in the works that I'm excited to talk to you guys about uh, when I can. So moving right along, one thing I did uh, do a lot, I got to do uh, on this trip that I had not had the time or the, you know, the scheduling couldn't work out on these last couple of trips before this was to do some podcasts in the, in the room again. And uh, this, this trip, I was fortunate enough to be able to do three awesome podcasts with, um, you know, a lot of awesome people. So it's, it's very exciting. And, um, <clears throat> so because of, uh, of that, I am, I do want to still, I am still going to play a, a section of the, um, the episode that's going to come out this week on my Patreon. Now, I guess I should explain that. So check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead on there. No matter what tier you join, you get access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast in which I talk to artists of all kinds of disciplines from around the country, the world, all that truly, truly. And it's amazing. And, uh, we just, you know, we'll sit in the hotel room and talk or we'll Skype whatever we got to do, um, to make it work a lot of times. But when I can get to, to sit down with people in person, uh, I, I sure prefer that. And, 
thankfully, I've been able to do the, a lot of that a lot more lately. So, um, so yeah. So this uh, this week, I do want to play a segment from uh, because because I was like off and traveling. The the schedule got a little bit weird, but <clears throat> I am dropping um, two episodes this week. One already came out the other day, yesterday. Another one's going to come out Friday. Um, and it is going to be with this fine, fine gentleman, fellow uh, author, fellow Grindhouse Press author, um, Mr. Lucas Milliron, who um, you know I've known for a couple of years, and you know from the cons and, and seeing each other and, and keeping up online. And uh, this year we got to spend some time uh, and sit down and talk. He is um, you know an awesome dude. He's from Florida, but we won't hold that against him. Ha 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 ha. But. If you'd like to, uh, so I'm going to play a little segment of our conversation here. And uh, if you like what you hear, shoot on over to my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and sign up for any of the tiers. You can uh, then you can listen to the whole episode, plus all the back episodes. We have almost 80 episodes uh, that are up there on the wall for you to listen to and lots of other cool videos and stuff I put up there. So if you want to throw your old Uncle Johnny a little bit more support, go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and join even the one dollar beer club, which is there, get you access to the podcast. So uh, without further ado, let's take a little listen to myself and Mr. Lucas Milliron. Try buying ads anywhere for a book titled Cocksucker. Uh, you yeah. can't. Yeah. You really can't. I mean, podcasts aside, and podcasts are good. They're evergreen. If you put but, a hyphen in it, right? Wouldn't now, that make it clean? What now, if you put a comma? Cocksucker? Question mark? Or you spell I mean, cock like a name, like C-O-C-H. <laughs> That's true. And then you spell well, sucker with a Q in it. Well, because I know one person who tried to put me on a podcast on Apple Podcast instead oh, of an yeah. O, they did the at Asterix. Oh, the oh. at the at sign. Uh-huh. And they still pulled it because they're like, no, that's too suggestive to me. Hmm. Yeah, Apple fucking it's always been the But I mean stuff like that. So it's advertising, it's a little difficult, but at least if I have And I was gonna say you should call your sequel book motherfucker or something. Well no, the sequel's gonna be the hunt for neutered Bob. Ooh, I like that. So like the double edged sword of things like that is like uh you have titles like Cocksucker and then like uh Carlton Mellick the third has a lot of weird titles. Yeah. Such as uh every fucking time I see you at the Mm -hmm. Dairy Queen, my fucking face explodes explodes. (laughs) is the title of the book. Now and while those are, are are certainly uh Something that's like it, it, it gets interesting. Like people oh, yeah. like, oh fuck, cocksucker. Oh fucking face. Like it yeah. gets like that attention. attention. Mm-hmm. I like the but whole slogan. That's like the, one's Italian name. Yeah, exactly. About. Oh yeah, we're trying to figure that. We had to figure mm-hmm. that out. Um, but at the same time, like like you said, it, it there's certain things that it preclude, like keeps you out of. Yeah. You, I mean, you can't buy ads. Yep. Um, I guess Amazon. You can't. No Amazon like, ads. No big book ad anyway. You can buy billboards in Montana still, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it just Florida. huge cocksucker. Well, but I mean, mm-hmm. Montana there's only like seventeen people in the state. Yeah. Shit, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but but like so that's something that mm-hmm. to consider. I mean, or not yeah. to consider. That's just something that it is. You it know, is. it's like it gets your atten- attention, but sometimes I, I to believe its, all attention is good attention. It but, is, but to its detriment. To its detriment. Yeah, you, you, it, it keeps you. It, it keeps a lot of doors shut and I, in certain areas. I but guess. again, I wasn't a dumbass in doing it. I knew that was the challenges I was going to face getting into it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have titled it that way. But and, if you read the book, you see why it has to be that title. It's, and yeah, and to, go, and to go back to what I say, like I guess to if if you're if whatever this advertiser or these people or whatever aren't, mm-hmm. it's like well we can't have a book like Cocksucker on this. Yeah. Then the people that they're 
audience is they're whatever they're here to, they're not for you no, anyway. Absolutely. So like that's the way you kind of have to look at it. Totally. Like, you're gonna, you know, it doesn't matter. So. I mean, and when I wrote the damn thing, I was terrified as to who was gonna buy this. Because yeah. Grindhouse was actually my second submission. My first submission was Deadite. And this happened like right after the Jeff Burke debacle. So when Deadite mm. sent me a rejection that said, I'm sorry, this doesn't meet our criteria, I'm like, you motherfuckers, really? <laughs> And yeah. I was terrified because I'm like, well, if it's too fucked up for them, then where the fuck am I going to put this? Well, I mean, when you, the thing about rejections, and I've talked a lot Which about is, this, is oh, just yeah. means it's not for, for them. them. It doesn't necessarily mean you didn't meet, like, check correct. all the boxes off or anything. And I don't hold Dead right. Eye accountable for it because, again, it's, they get shit tons of submissions and this wasn't for them. It's cool. It's whatever. Yeah. It was just terrifying on my end to hear, oh, shit, they just rejected me. Because they're like the last bastion of places that'll... I mean, come on. They have sperm jackers from hell. Wow. Christine Morgan shouts out. Definitely. She's fucking awesome. I love her. Yeah, um, they have... I mean, they, they did put out a lot of extreme horror stuff. Correct. I don't know what the hell they do now. I don't even... But, um... I mean, you still have strong yeah. presses doing that. Uh, you know, Grindhouse, and, of course, has never shied away from... Correct. You know, Carrie puts out that... She curates the... She curates oh, the absolutely. press very well. Absolutely. And I've said that before. And, um, you know, but you got like, man, fucking Death Set's putting out a lot of fucking extreme horror and shit. But they're too. mostly focused on the Splatter Western right now. Right now. Oh, yeah. In a couple years, we'll see what they do. But, but uh, they've got other books. I mean, they're, my, oh, yeah. my next book, The Cadillac Man, comes out before uh, my Splatter Western does. Okay. Through, through Death Set. Oh, that's so, awesome, man. Um, so they have other, some other stuff. There's a novelization of the movie? No, I know there's a fucking movie called The Cadillac Man. <laughs> it would be awesome if it were. Yeah. Or, or just like the middle section, like mm -hmm. part two was just me novelizing the movie. <laughs> people are like, wait, what the fuck? This took a turn. Mm -hmm. um, they've got stuff going on. There's people putting that stuff out. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know. It just at first, because that was yeah. the big thing. Yeah. I guess back then you were like, oh mm -hmm. shit, Deadite was but a I mean, thing. But, but that's the cool thing about the extreme horror scene is since Deadite's kind of quieted down right now, you're seeing all kinds of new faces, all kinds of new stuff. You have D&T publishing that's putting out some extreme stuff. Just in a t-shirt for them. And then you've got the Godless website that I keep mentioning. They're putting out a whole bunch of stuff. What, that is... What is, a, what is the one that uh, Cookie... Fucking, Evil Cookie? Evil Cookie. That Evil does, Cookie. They do extreme. Yeah. Um, they're doing Gore Fest. I'm in oh, that shit. one, I think. Are you in that one, John? Wayne? Yeah, no. John Wayne? Uh, no, I, I was in um, the, the liquor one. Okay. Brew, Brewality. Brutality, yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I was just in that one. But uh, that's the only thing I've done. Uh, I would like to, I'd love to work with them again. They're great. Um, yeah, so far they've been really cool. Brewski in there? I'll do one more. Uno mas, por favor. You want one of those or one of this? I'll take that one. Cool. I'll take the Texas one that's style. in your hand. Um, I brought some Florida beer. Oh, what you? what is it? Like Gator uh, Fuck or something? No, there's, <laughs> no, there's a brewery right around the corner from my house. They have one caramel cream ale and another one that's called Mexican Standoff. What's Brewed that one? with chilies. Oh, man. It's a it spicy beer. Weird beers. Uh, it's a weird beer, but... I'm not a Michelada person. I'm either. It's actually not that bad. And Nick's Mexican. So. I know. But the record show. I'm a pussy. Yeah. Well, you're not a Mexican. I'm a Mexican. Yeah, okay. it's definitely that. I'm the Mexican. I mean, Mexican, German, Italian. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm about as... Well, I'm like almost there. I'm like kind of a Mexican and Italian, right? Okay, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, my lame to claim on all that is my mom was actually picking in the fields as a kid. Picking what? That's racist. Everything. 
Oh, I mean, that's real racist. No slut yeah. shaming here. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, no, my mom did. She picked watermelon. She picked um, cabbage, fruits, vegetables. My dad picked like fruit yeah. in California and shit. Yeah, no, my mom did it all over the country. There was They traveled. Right. So it's like you're literally one shed to another. My dad Crazy. picked me up from Jimmy the Wop's house, my uncle. Jesus and the Christ. Guy, yep. down, uh, uh, down there. I'm, t- I'm Italian. Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> Coming up. Well, I mean, the joke itself is ridiculous because yeah. they're all they're Italian. All Italian. <laughs> it's like, why it's would one, it was from Goodfellas. Yes. Why would one Italian Jimmy Wap was one of the people mm-hmm. be more like, Italian yeah. than the rest of them to earn that nickname? <laughs> I'm sorry, Goodfellas is Joe Pesci's best movie. It's a lot of people's. That's best a lot movies. of people's well, best movies. If, if it wasn't, I guess Scorsese's best. Oh yeah, but if it wasn't that, it was my kind of my cousin Vinny. That's his other best. Uh, Pesci? Pesci. Joe Pesci. He's what about great uh, movies? What about fucking Easy Money? That's what I was going to say. What about Easy Money? <laughs> His stint on uh, Lethal Weapon was... S- he was pretty good in fucking Raging Bull, but that movie yeah. so it makes me feel so dirty watching that movie. It's it was so great. Hard yeah, to watch. I just the, the most recent. Yeah, oh, I, didn't, I didn't get to that entire movie. I'm sorry, I watched the whole some, thing. They I need some it. deep fake technology to make that work because that was that did not. Yeah. I said this Rob before. Rob De playing like a 30-year-old at some point in the war flashback. So, he's like 80 years old. It's so brief. And mm-hmm. if you could just watch the movie and well, He looks like a clown. It, he's who wearing cares? pancake so makeup. Brief, dude. Did you see the deep fake that that guy that got hired by Lucasfilm did? You it looked told perfect, me about it. man. I know, but dude, hey, what do you want? It can't be any worse than Sylvester Stallone without a t-shirt. That man's chest looks like a ball sack. Yeah, it's all got yeah. weird veins. Oh, really? Yeah. Like yeah. Weird yeah. burned out veins. Yeah. That yeah. Like really years real. ago. You know, it all got bad bitch. His veins look like yeah. scar tissue and shit. It does. Ugh. Yeah, he's a weird man. He's, and he's padded up to like cover mm. up like the. I mean, it looks like someone tried to put out a fire with a pitchfork. All right, I'm not. I'm not going to have any Stallone bashing <laughs> on this podcast, Sly, or especially Frank. Uh, we're not. Yeah, we're we don't. Not we don't. We don't badmouth Frank on this show. Yeah. No. So, oh, I don't know. He's just political message. Oh, yeah. He recently did. He recently has uh, kind of made some. Up he, until now, he went like down that. the path of Scott Bayo uh, <laughs> and uh, the guy that played. Uh, and I think it's because oh, yeah, he got Kevin, Kevin Sorbo. Sorbo. <laughs> he was okay. at that last comedy. I hate right? Kevin Sorbo. I met him at the. <laughs> he, he was an ass. He, he looks, looks like an ass, but he was great in Andromeda. Yeah, but he's with people in real life. Oh yeah, no, he he looks like a turd. I mean, he does. He looks and sounds like he would probably be a turd. Yeah. What? Who was? What were we saying before? Who's that? at this show that's cool? It's uh, Tom Atkins, right? Tom, Tom Atkins yeah, is dude. here. Billy Zane. I don't know how cool he is, but I'm sure he's weird. Billy Zane seems like he would fuck your sister or something. Probably. Hell yeah, dude. John and just hold it over your head the whole time. Yeah. John like, Anderson hey, is here. He's cool as shit. I saw your sister's coming. Oh shit! <laughs> I better go wait in the car then. So who? Who's that? John Anderson. John Anderson. He's been in a, mm-hmm. a lot of Marvel properties. He's in yeah. a Guardians, uh, both Guardians of the Galaxy. He's a cool dude. And, uh, a few, he's cool he was dude. in uh, Black Panther. He was in he's a bunch of shit, dude. He yeah. was, uh, he's, he's usually cool a shit, like, costume. He, uh, yeah, he's usually in full head tall, makeup and shit. Tall, skinny ass dude. He's tall. Lanky. He's got like fucking, I, we, we said what's up to him. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you saw me say what's up to him, but I was talking to him down there. Mm-hmm. He, I met him like, Two years or maybe 2018. 2018 I, think. I met 19, him first, yeah. okay, and that was because like in uh, well, we shared like a, a, a herbal remedy mm. uh, together. I'll say somebody was, he was maybe looking for uh, something, and we did something. But since then, he, he and I just always uh, been cool. So he's a cool dude. Uh, who else? I do. Is your sister here? Do you want Billy Zane to fuck your sister? Or your buddy from the 
that I'll bring that Ray Liotta movies here, right? Oh, Pruitt's here. Pruitt, uh, Taylor Vincent, right? Tyler Vincent. Pruitt, yeah. uh, he's awesome. Pruitt's fucking rad, dude. He's mm-hmm. such a fucking badass dude. Uh, oh, Vanessa Angel is here. I got mm-hmm. to talk to her last night before I went to bed. I know Felisa uh, Rose. Felisa Ross is here. Yeah, yeah Felisa Ross. She's gonna be here. Well, tomorrow. Rose, right? tomorrow yeah. Tomorrow. She's here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's on most of the things. We see her a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, she's nice. She's like a Pantera tour. We see her everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And uh, for those listening, Pantera was a band from mm-hmm. Texas. They were, uh, and Phil, it was a car. Phil Anselmo was fucking at. Mm-hmm. The last show in Indianapolis with us. Really? Like, yeah, his line was a billion years long. Oh, I believe it. It was hugely long. So uh, I, I was mean, like, damn, I haven't even heard yeah. of him at all doing anything lately. Well, because he has his controversies. But he's got, yeah, he's, see, that's the thing. It's like, man, I love what? Pantera. I know. But like, man, he said some very fucking Stupid bad things. things. Like, he's aligned himself with some oh, in, God, interesting man. views. Folk. And it sucks. It Separate just Separate yourself from the artist. I do. We're painted nice pictures. We do. And we've talked yes. about this at length. Nick and I have. We do separate the art from the artist. Because we just Harvey do. Weinstein and remember, could make uh, a mean salad. Yes. Okay. okay. And yes. produce some cool movies, too. I mean, yeah, he could, like, uh, do some other fucked up shit. But Toss your salad. Hey, man, we don't fucking judge But you know what? But remember, a band is more than one person. Yeah. No, it is. Unless, yeah, you're, unless you're a oh, yeah. one-man band or something. Or, well, that's true. Unless you're Trent Reznor. Don't kick this thing. Unless like you're a, Trent Reznor, Nine Inch Nails, then you're a one-man band and true. you're just a pretentious dick. No, he's awesome, dude. <laughs> but he is a one-man band. Right? He is. Yeah, but he's, he he's built all these... Danny Loner plays with him all the time. He, he's yeah. like a two-man band when he does Robin, movie scores. As long as you're not working the, with the, him. He does movie scores with that Atticus Ross guy. and It's like I can't tell which... Mm-hmm. What they, which ones could contribute in what? So it's like they must work well together. Probably. Because Trent Reznor, his whole band was just for the stage, right? Yeah. Pretty much. And he just hired him. Yeah, I mean, they're all... I mean, I've been in a couple bands like that. They're all hired. Yeah, they're hired guns. Like, you get, like, the one person. But in the but, studio, but, like, he's recording yeah, everything, He's right? putting all of it together. But he'll bring, yeah. like, Danny Loner has been with him for mm-hmm. a bass. He does a lot of shit. He also plays in a lot of other bands. That you know of. And mm-hmm. then Robin, why is the fucking last name escape me? The guitar player that's played with him forever uh, since the downward spiral. I love him. I fucking love him. Uh, he's always on the records and always yeah. touring with him. Like, so he has a few people that he comp- that are like staples that yeah. he tours with him and will use to record with him. But he's still like, but he's but still composing all the right? music. Yeah. It's yeah. still his. It's still Trent Reznor. Yeah. It's still Nine Inch Nails presents Trent Reznor presents Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The How did we get to presents. talking about this? I don't care. It doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, hashtag Florida I, man. Florida man. <laughs> All right, there we go. Very cool. Um, so yeah. So if you'd like to hear the rest of that, check out the rest of what's up there on the Patreon page. Just go to patreoncom slash dead. And uh, also, don't forget to check out my man, Lucas Milliron, uh, at his um, <clears throat> social medias and all that stuff uh, and learn more about him. So moving on right along, we will get into the meat, the meat shot, the girthy meat of this uh, episode. Uh, this will be my, uh, I believe, my fifth or f- fourth or fifth uh, Scares at Care. Um, fourth, I guess. And um, it was it was great. So without further ado, again, that's two if you're counting at home. Um, here is my recap of Scares at Care 2021. So, um, 
as you guys know, I talked about it last week on the show, going to how uh, going to Scares It Cares is a, is a cool, important kind of benchmark for me. Um, you know, the first kind of big con I attended with vending that I worked the Grindhouse table. I didn't have any books out through Grindhouse yet, and uh, I didn't want to put my other books at the table and stuff. So I just I sold Grindhouse books all week and met people and had, you know, fun and all that kind of stuff and uh, have been back every year since with a table either with at the grindhouse table with my books on it or Chris Triana and I shared a table. And, uh, this year, um, you know, last year, of course, everything was dark that as they say in the theater, it's, it's going to be dark for this weekend. This was dark for a year, um, like the, the country. And so I was very much looking forward, uh, to, to coming back to scares that care. There's a lot of cool ass people that come every single year. Like it's their thing. There's a lot of the the same volunteers and workers, and you just get to know each other. And it was it's very cool when uh, that kind of stuff happens. So I, um, <clears throat> Nick and I, you know, saddled ourselves up and shot on out there uh, to Williamsburg, about a twenty hour drive or so, and arrived on Thursday evening. Um, and it was pretty tame, you know, not too much stuff going on in in the. Um, in the hotel, I uh, saw a couple people, you know, not, not too many, not, not too many right at first, you know, I, I just, uh, we were also exhausted and we went up to our room and, uh, I took a shower and stuff and I was like, well, I'm going to grab a beer and make a lap down there and see what's going on, you know, see who's out and on the prowl and all this stuff. So I, I did that and I, uh, I went downstairs and I was kind of walking around. I, I saw a couple of people, I, you know, but no, I mean, not not really any of like my my main home. I guess I saw a few people. I can't remember. Not many people. Not many of like the other authors were there. Like my main homie author bu- buddies, book buddies, as Nick calls them, and uh, you know maybe one or two people that I really knew. And then I just was kind of like, oh, I don't. Okay, I'm well. You know what? I'm tired. Uh, there's not too much going on down here, so I'm just gonna go to bed anyway, and you know deal with this. We'll chill in the morning. And that's exactly what I did. Got up in the morning and I uh, went down to set up and I was in, now this is interesting. I was not in the, the vendor room. Uh, I was on the promenade, which is kind of like the, like the main, when you enter the convention, it's that main area. So there was the booths, like uh, vendors on kind of lining both sides of that. And it was maybe like five or six vendors on each side. So not, not maybe not even that many, maybe five on each side probably. And then, you know, you could walk in between us to the, celebrity room or the vendor room and uh and it was cool i was like well you know you know i I never complain about where i get put at a convention and i never will um but you know this was uh, i was like okay let's see what this is like man this is gonna be interesting i'm out here like in the 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 thing like not jam like um i don't know i was like uh it's gonna be different you know because i'm used to being in the vendor room where there's all kinds of stuff going around and and all kinds of stuff going on and it's you know lots of people this is kind of like uh while i was you know, I had neighbors. I was kind of like an, an island to myself uh, a little bit here, but it was uh, it was okay. I mean, it was a great spot. I set my shit up and uh, had a great time getting everything together, seeing people walk by. Now, one of the things that they did was, <clears throat> I guess, let me pre- say like, uh, so there was a, a a mask mandate put in place for this convention, uh, maybe like a week before uh, it was going to open. Which uh, Joe uh, Joe Ripple and and the the board that works with him the the other people that put together this awesome convention you know they made that decision um, based on what the CDC was recommending for groups again uh, of people like big groups to to recommend mask wearing so they put that in place to 
protect everybody uh, involved. And, you know, one of the things that kind of was uh, maybe off about this one was, you know, some people didn't come like purposely because of that. Like they're like, I'm not coming if I have to wear a mask or, you know, some of the I know maybe a vendor or two didn't. I'm not sure um, how much. This is just my also this is my take on it. This is no no other information that I'm getting. This is just kind of the way that I was perceiving things. So, I, well, I did see people post uh, some things like that on the on the page. So, seeing that and then seeing the difference, maybe I was like, okay, maybe this did kind of affect people a little bit. But um, <clears throat> it didn't matter. We're still hanging out. So that Friday, you know, before everything happened, I go up there, did did a podcast with Lucas, which we just listened to a part of there. Um, so check that out and check him out, Lucas Milliron. And then it was like. Getting suited up. Let's go, man. Let's go to the show. Time to get down here. So, yeah, we got Nick P and I. We got our beer. Uh, We got the cooler. We got the guitar. We got all the shit we need. Floor opens at five Friday night. We head down there at like four forty-five. So I'm walking in to the promenade, and and you know couldn't have started better. It's not even open yet. And uh, somebody like as I'm pulling the the, the tarp off or not the tarp, but the cover off of my uh, booth and turning the lights on and shit. They're like, oh, hey, man, can I get some books from you uh, real quick? But, you know, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, man. Sold three books right there. Not even like fully open. And then somebody else walked in behind him and bought bought, uh, one or they bought two or three more. I can't I think it was another three for 30 deal. And I was like, holy shit, man. It's like still five minutes for the door opens. And Nick was like, damn, dude, this is like going to be a whirlwind, man. I think like you're already selling shit. This is going to be awesome. So we're all like hyped. And, uh, and it was awesome. It was pretty busy at first. You know, the first couple hours was, was pretty nonstop. I know I was having a decent night. I know, uh, talking to like some of the other authors in the celebrity room and stuff that I know they were having decent nights and it was, uh, it was kind of jamming and going. So we were like stoked on that. And, uh, you know, it closed at 10, uh, when it started winding down, it was like, uh, got a little slow towards the end of the night, I think. And, uh, we just threw the shit uh, away, threw the shit away. We put our shit in the room and uh, came back down to hang out. Um, we ran. Uh, oh, uh, also ran into our good friend Miko. Hey, shouts out Miko. She showed up. One of our scares at care buddies. And um, also Friday had the pleasure of meeting um, Murph and Alan. Murphy, Murph, Murph and Alan, who are friends uh, of our good friend, Vicious Jane, Janie, uh, a friend of the show friend of mine, friend of ours. And it was just like, uh, you know, Jane sent them over to, to introduce them and say, hey, I'm Jane's friend. And Jay, she said, we should meet you. And I'm like, oh, you goddamn right, you should. So we end up hanging out with them, them uh, the two of them all weekend at the booth. And they were a ton of fun, Murph and Alan. And they are actually, we did a podcast with them too that will come out a few weeks from now. And uh, it was amazing. So that was a cool deal right off the bat. Man, making new friends. We're having a good time. People are there. It's great come down like i just chill in the bar we're having some drinks nick comes down he's getting surly they have karaoke of course i sign up <clears throat> and i get up and i do uh my you know my go-to which is dead or alive but uh it's just such a good one you got to read the crowd i had to read the room i was like yeah this they're ready for it they're ready for it so i dropped it on them and uh <laughs> and then i just kind of hung out a little bit after that, I, I was like, all right, I'm done. Went outside to get some air with, with everyone I was with, kind of group that we were hanging with. And um, I was just starting to feel low energy or, or just like, this is just so different than it usually is. Like the, the, the groups of people are different. I, I don't know. So um, 
I, I think like Nick ended up hanging out some more and I was hanging out with Kira, uh, Kira of uh, Hensia Co. Kira and Ashley shouts out. Love you girls, uh, ladies, young women, young professional women. Um, <clears throat> but saying out them with her for a little bit. Uh, and then I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go to my room again. Turn in early on Friday night. Um, and, uh, you know, I was like, I believe Saturday is going to be busy as hell. It's going to be explodingly busy, groin grabbingly busy. Um, so I'm just going to go do that. Prepare, you know, for myself, prepare for myself. <clears throat> so that's what I did. So Friday, again, went to bed a little late. Nick, uh, of course, uh, comes stumbling in the room <clears throat> a few, maybe an hour or so later, uh, with an excellent story of how he fell, uh, down the stairs in the bar like the four stairs and like this little step up and um, he went to turn away from somebody or something and went to, to, to walk and just fell straight down on his knees and crushed his whole beer and the beer went flying everywhere. Man, I didn't see it happen, but I wish I did because the way he was telling it to me and he was laughing his ass off, it just, I could see it in my head and man, I bet it was just hilarious if I could have seen that. But Nick fell. Um, so that was our Friday night. <clears throat> Saturday, I get up, I get my, you know, I'm like, getting together, getting all my shit together, having some, you know, get some coffee, smoking a bowl. Boom, let's go downstairs, everybody. Uh, it's time. So I go downstairs. It opened at 10. Um, 10? Yeah, 10. And um, one thing I noticed right away when I came down in the lobby and made the turn to where the convention was is there wasn't really a line of people waiting to get in, which there usually always has been in the the past years that I've been. But I'm like, oh, okay, it's, it's different. That's another difference you know this year's uh you know it's it's coming back not that i'm i'm not complaining i'm not saying like uh or fact this you know it, this is a this is a year where people were coming back you know it's not going to be 100 percent everywhere all the time it's 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 a gradual thing so that's what i was kind of like okay this is you know that's fine that's what it kind of has to be for everything you know um but that was odd i was like yeah there's usually a line of people waiting but um you know oh well i wasn't really deterred or anything um got my shit set up, started going. And, and yeah, like maybe about 45 minutes in, a lot of people started showing up. So they were just running a little behind, I think, uh, that day. And it stayed it stayed pretty busy, you know, on Saturday for, for a while and um, slowed down some. We had some 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 lulls here and there, but there were events going on and, and uh, you know, readings and panels and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, you know, that was kind of the ebb and flow of, of traffic a lot of times dictated by those those things. Um, but I also, one of the, the cool interactions I had, I got to give a major shouts out homie to my man, Nick Gray, uh, author Nick Gray and his, and his mother. Hello to you boss. Um, they came out to see me very, very stoked to meet, uh, Nick in real life, IRL, if you will, and, and chat. And, uh, we had some good times. We had some good talks. We got to hang out, um, Saturday and Sunday. I played some songs, for uh, he and his mom, and man, it was fun. So uh, definitely check out Nick Gray's uh, book that he's got out there and um, and his work that he's got coming out. So, uh, you know, because he's an awesome dude. And we had such a great, great time. Um, you know, like I say, I, if you listen to the show a lot, you know that I talk about these interactions and these connections sort of things that really matter in this whole this whole thing that I do, you know, this career, whatever this is, it's my career, but like, I guess the business side can eat a dick when it comes to like these 
connections and these things that will sustain me and will be what carries me forward. Like, I know that's going to take care of me later. You know, just you got to place I you got to place importance on those those relationships and those connections. And I and I certainly I certainly do. And I'm grateful for it. So that was really, really cool. Um, and I had a great time with him. I also uh, oh, I got to tell you, this is this was so adorable. Saturday morning, um, this, uh, you know, mom and her, her young daughter, like probably, you know, maybe four or five, maybe five probably, uh, come by the table and they're looking, I'm like, hey, and she sees my guitar and she's like, oh, well, time to, something about guitar. And her mom's like, what? You know, because she's being all quiet. And she ends up telling me that, you know, they like the Trolls movie with all the music. I guess that's Trolls 2. I think Caroline, my, my, uh, my niece, shouts out Caroline, um, likes that movie a lot too. So I was like, oh, yes, I, I, I think I'm familiar. And she's like, yeah, rock and roll, and I like this, and I want to sing this and that. And I was like, well, can I sing a song for you? And she's like, yeah, okay. So I, I sung uh, an Elvis song. And when it was over, she's like, that's good, but I like rock and roll better. And I said, oh, well, you know what? This might have been a little too old rock and roll for you. But if you come back around, I'll sing you another song later. And she's like, okay. So... At the end of the day, uh, the, the thing it's about to close, it's like 10 minutes till or something, the, the thing closes in. I, I turn around, and there she is. Are you going to sing me another song? I'm like, I sure shit am now. So adorable. So I sang, uh, <clears throat> I actually sang Linoleum by No Effects for her. And she told me how she was going to the costume contest from there. Um, and she had to go get her gizmo costume on and then go. So they, she's so she had to leave. So thank you. It's like, thank you so much. Bye. And then she was like walking away about 10 or 15 feet away. And I was like, good luck with the costume contest. And she turned around and said, good luck with your band. And I was like, oh, see, that was very nice and sweet. So that that made me feel good. Um, but then we went uh, back uh what did we do? I think we just chilled in the room for a little bit. And then I was like, all right, let's go down. It's got to be party time. Went down and I meet, you know, Kira and some other people at the bar, Miko. Um, and, you know, Nick comes down and uh, we're just chilling. And they do like the costume contest is going on. And they, uh, you know, Joe comes out and they um, have him dressed in some crazy get up. And everyone fucking puts money in the bra for the for the for the. um uh, charity, which oh, it, I'm sorry, I did not explain that up top. Scares that care is a actually a charity um, convention. It it's uh, raises money for three different families every year um, that are that are that are in need of some some kind of assistance for medical or you know family like things. So it's very very cool. And this is just how they collect all this. Another way for them to get money. He dances around. So we watched that. We had a lot of fun. Um, karaoke again, of course. This time. Uh, by request, I just did uh, uh, Sugar, I'm Going Down Swinging by the Fallout Boys, uh, Fallout Boy. And of course, uh, that's a lot of fun um, to do. And everyone seemed to like that song. So people are singing along and stuff. Really fun. But so that's Saturday. I, I do that. And it's kind of, it's not even that late. And I go out into the lobby from the from the hotel bar where they're doing karaoke. And, and Nick follows me out there. And I'm drinking a beer. And I'm kind of standing looking around. And I maybe talked to Wes Southerd for like a minute and I just, Nick and I are talking, I'm looking around, I'm like, man, this is so different, so different than the other, than the other scares that care. I mean, just weird. And like, Nick was like, well, we might as well go to the room. We're just talking to each other. So I was like, yeah, let's do that. So we just went to the room, smoked a bowl, watched the Bee Gees documentary, 
And uh, yeah, I mean, it was weird. Like, uh, very weird. Like, I normally at a scares of care, I would not be going back into the room until like the sun was coming up or something. Like, that's that's how this con is usually goes. You know, you're talking to people, you're you know talking, making you know friends with these people that maybe you only talk to online sometimes. But it seemed very closed off this year for some reason. The energy was a little weird. I don't know uh, what that was all about. Um, but it definitely had, <clears throat> if you, um, I don't know, think, you know, if, if you're like, what are you talking about energy? Like, well, I'm telling you the energy was weird. That's all nothing, not bad, just weird, different. Um, but we're, but it's a, you know, getting back on track. The year is growing again, you know, they're getting it going again, just like everything. So, you know, may, next year we'll be firing on all cylinders, but this year was just, you know, starting back off a little weird. So, Go up there. We just, man, we just fucking chilled. And Sunday, uh, I came down and it was a short day, 10 to 4. And uh, I just, uh, on other, some other plus side things is uh, my, you know, my, my man Dakota shouts out to you, my friend, hooked me up, got me uh, some, some pictures with uh, the, the uh, wonderful and talented Vanessa Angel. Um, and, uh, of course I got to see my man Pruitt again, Pruitt, Tyler, Vince, uh, Vincent, uh, Vincent, uh, so this is not going to work here anymore. <clears throat> no, uh, he is a great guy. We have, we are always, uh, cutting up and have a ball together and, uh, I'm, uh, appreciative that I got to meet him through Dakota. So that was, that's always fun. Uh, of course. And, uh, and I know Sunday just, Sunday was a little slow. I don't think anybody can argue that Sunday was, was, was kind of light, um, a soft, if you will. Uh, and, but, but I still made, you know, I make, I, I make the most of these things, you know, we got, we got Murph coming down and Alan, they showed up to hang out. We just were cutting up at the booth. I played a bunch of songs that day for people. I played some more for Nick and his mom. Um, I just planned for whoever. I just play like three songs, just rip them off in a row and take a little break. Uh, just to, just to inject some energy, you know, just to get it going. It was kind of slow. People were packing up early. You know, a lot of people had to leave early, uh, catch flights and stuff, but other vendors were just like, yeah, we're done. And, you know, I, I, I can't blame them, but you know, I, I don't know. I, I stayed the entire time, uh, you know, didn't even start taking my stuff down till after four and, and it was fine. You know, I was still like feeling all right about it. I was like, well, this is just different. It is what it is. And then I got to, uh, run in, I ran into, um, Christoph, Paul and, and Lisa from, uh, clash books who were there. And I said, so I didn't get to talk to a whole lot of people. I, I wonder if, I think that might've been because I was not in the vendor room because I was out in the promenade. Um, so that was maybe a little bit of a different thing for me, but, uh, I was like, Hey, let's go upstairs and do a podcast, man. Let me catch up with you guys. So I got an awesome, you know, one, uh, awesome episode coming up with them, the two of them from clash books in a few weeks. And that'll, that'll be on, you know, we'll play a segment of that here. And then immediately did another podcast with Murph and Alan, who we talked about doing one earlier. It was just back to back to back. And then we, uh, drank more beers and went down to the, to the bar to like, let's scope the scene, man. Let's see what's going on. Because usually Sunday night, at scares that care is when like the people who, you know, everyone's just kind of like, ah, you know, they open their fuck their belt buckle and, you know, unbutton their pants so their gut can hang out and all that kind of shit. Let their hair down. A lot of people have left and it's kind of relaxed. And you know, the people that are around, you can chill and talk. 
And and that was going on. We we went back down there with Murph and Alan, and they uh, you know uh, very awesomely bought us a couple beers, and we were chatting for a while. Then I went over and did talk to to the some of the authors that were still there, but only for like a short amount of time. It wasn't any big. Uh, Till the sun goes, uh, you know, till the break of break of dawn or anything like that. And uh, again, a pretty early uh, turn in situation, I have to say. But, you know, they, they can't all be uh, 4 a.m. ragers, you know, they just uh, they, they can't. But, um, you know, so the next day, Nick and I get up course run that run that meter to the red check out to leave at the last moment to check out. And just start that drive again, and it was uh, it wasn't that bad. Twenty hours, uh, we did did pretty good getting back here, and uh, here we are. We live to fight yet another day. But um, I do want to say, uh, you know, while while this was a different feel for scares that care for me, I can't say I can't speak for everybody. I'm not I'm not speaking for everybody. Just for me, a little bit weird, a little bit different, not bad at all. And I I wouldn't change it you know i wouldn't uh there's no way i would look at this and be like well i wish i would have went to this con instead no never not at all uh you know that's um that would be ru- that something major would have to be like keen would have to come punch me in the face uh at least a few times before i'd be like all right maybe i shouldn't come back but no i always will come back to scares that care always will support uh scares that care and the cause because it's it's such a, a good thing and we need more good things like this um in our lives, at least in my life. And in, you know, since they're so few and far between, it seems like, uh, of course, this is, uh, this is one of the good ones that we should, you know, cling to and support. And I will. So thank you to Joe Ripple. Thanks to Brian Keenan, the rest of the, the, the volunteers and the board and everyone that works super hard to put scares that care together. Um, every year it's, uh, much appreciated. And, uh, once again, uh, bravo, and I uh, I will be back next year, unless, like, as I say, unless I'm dead. All right, there we go. My uh, recap of Scares That Care 2021, uh, another success. And I uh, and I do want to say, like, even though I, I did say it, it seemed softer on days and times and it, uh, it felt different, I still look back at my numbers from 2019 with the last time they had it and I my numbers were still better this year than they were the two years ago when they had the last time they had it so see it's not bad it's just different and there's still growth there at least so very cool um I uh I do love that 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 con and I will be back anyway uh thank you guys for joining me if you're new to the show I very much appreciate you checking it out. Um, everyone, don't forget to check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Any of the tiers get you access to the awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast, plus all kinds of other goodies that uh, that I've got going on. Uh, but for all of your John Wayne info, go to johnwayneisdead.com. You can check the show's page to see where I'm coming next. If I'm coming to your city, hit me up. Let's hang out. Come to the come to the booth. Let's have a let's have a bob. Let's have a, a beer at the booth, huh? Uh, let's hang out and chill, especially if you're coming to the convention. Let me know. And uh, while you're at johnwaynesdead.com, go to the shop page. You can get all of my books and, and records and stickers and all kinds of crazy cool things there. And I, of course, will sign everything and send you some extra, extra goodies because I appreciate you so much. But as always, my books are available on uh, Amazon, Kindle, and everywhere else you can get books. So uh, thank you guys so much. Follow me at John Wayne is Dead on all social media. And uh, I will see you out there. Bye-bye. <laughs>